0: Hi, I'm Greg Schaefer. Welcome to the virtual CISO Moment and to 2020. I wanted to start off this year by addressing an idea that a colleague had for me. I postulated about what what would be a good topic to talk about to start out the new year. And so he wrote back, he said, organizations that create security theater, that, that would be improvements that look and sound good, but make no real impact to overall security stance. We need to look for real improvements. And my response to him was, I absolutely agree. This is a soapbox item issue topic for me because we see that all too often. This dovetails with these compliance is not security um, speech that those in the security field will often say over and over and over again. And that's not to diminish the needs and the benefits of reaching compliance with whether it be like a PCI or SOC 2 or um, any sort of the uh, other standards or frameworks, ISO, uh, ISO 27000, for example. But the problem is when you look at trying to manage a program more to a standard as opposed to the organization, that's where the gaps come into play. And every organization is different. Every organization has different risks, different um, needs, different information, different culture, things that I've spoken about before. And if you try to approach it from a um, standards-based right out the gate, I think about one instance where CISO reported to the CIO. The CIO was tasked with starting up a security program for an organization. Uh, They based it on one of the standards out there and created all these wonderful, great policies and everything. But when the CISO went to the CIO and asked, well, when are we going to operationalize this program now? He was met with almost like the deer in the headlight look like, well, "What? what exactly do you mean? And that's the problem right there in a nutshell, because it's backwards to create a whole bunch of policies or to get compliant with a particular standard without understanding the risks that you're addressing. You spend an awful lot of time spinning your wheels on projects and, and uh, in this case, policies, or uh, maybe spending resources on tools you don't need because you don't understand the risk out there. It gets down to that, you know, say $10,000 to solve a $1,000 problem. So I know, I get it. I, I kind of pound on risk assessments a lot in this series, and for good reason, because information security is all about risk management. But th- that's not just words. So when you have like a vendor that comes up and says that they have this um, tool that can, well, let's just think about user and endpoint behavioral analytics that can manage the um, and and monitor and even potentially take action on the behavior of your users on your network, well, that's great. It's a great tool. But what problem are you trying to solve? And if the answer is like this generic thing, well, I'm a little worried about my users, uh, that doesn't quite cut it. Because you may have compensating controls already in place. In order to mitigate the risk, you may have Not that much risk out there because your users, most of them, really might not be touching critical systems or information. The point being is that you don't know. And so, I guess to address my colleague's question about um, or or organizations that create security theater, improvements that look and sound good but make no real impact to overall security stance, the 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 problem is not that the organizations are necessarily creating the theater. It's that the ones that are. Uh, I guess enlisting the service of these organizations are are inviting the theater, perhaps they're looking for validation that what they're doing is right without diving too deep uh what one of the guiding principles, if you will about v c so services is that we won't take on clients if they're just looking to reach compliance with a particular standard or what have you because if there's no desire to increase the security posture of the program, not only are, are we not really helping the organization outside of checking that box, but we're actually contributing to making the situation worse. It's imperative that we as security professionals are the ones to be the evangelists about information security as risk management. And to understand the risks of the organization. So I get back to that policy example from some time back. The problem there was that the approach to implementing the security program was completely backwards. It was all about creating this suite of nice looking policies, which uh, definitely would satisfy the improvements that look and sound good, but then also make no real pack, impact to the overall information security stance because they were more or less cookie cutters. They weren't really applied to particular risks because there was never risk assessments done. And so the answer to the question about operationalizing at the time was we need to go with our risk assessments to um, implement them, to, to run the risk assessments and, and, and really understand where our risks really are before we um, count this said and done, so to speak. Because otherwise then you have a false sense of security. I'm very passionate about this, and I think that it's a huge problem in our industry. I'd like to see in 2020 more of a move towards organizations understanding that checking the box for information security, whether it be um, answering those questionnaires that partners would send or meeting a SOC requirement or a PCI requirement or HIPAA requirement, um, that that just be the beginnings of a really sustainable, meaningful information security program within an organization. That's how it works. We've built security programs that way. And getting back to the guiding principle of we will not take on clients if all they're looking for is that compliance check, because there are other folks out there, unfortunately, I wish there weren't, but there are other folks out there that will that will do that. But what we will do is if it's clear that that's a first step that they are taking the idea of becoming compliant with a particular standard, and then from there, they're like, "How can we build on our program and Those are the clients that we work with. So that's my hope for 2020.